Hey, you're listening to Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, talking all things female health and wellness. I'm Orla O'Flaherty, a certified naturopath and herbalist, and I'm here to talk about everything from periods, PCOS, endometriosis, health, sex, wellness, and life in general. Here's to happy hormones and a happy you. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Orla's Happy Hormones podcast. And we are up to episode 36. And this week I want to talk about a topic that I find very frustrating. And I know many other women out there find this very frustrating. I only had a conversation with two women a couple of weeks ago about this very topic. And it's it it's something that's very degrading to women. And it's something that is, I would feel, quite harmful to to women in general. I personally think that there's an element of gaslighting when this phrase is used or when this question is asked. I think being, simply just being women, we are being... discredited in our thoughts or in our views or in our assertiveness and what is that question it's if you're in work or if you're at home or if you're out with friends and something bothers you and someone turns around and says what's wrong with you are you on your period now most of the time it's men that say it they don't use the word period, but they would say, oh, is it that time of the month? Some women also do it to other women as well. And like I said, I personally think it, this is harmful towards women's confidence, towards our ability to, to be assertive. And, and quite frankly, I do think it's, it's psychologically damaging because you're invalidating somebody's opinion or somebody's feelings or somebody's thought process. But it is an age-old question that every woman that I know has encountered at some stage in their life, and I know I've encountered it myself, be it from work colleagues, family members, friends, partners even. Now, make a note. For any partners out there who do say this, they really are just looking for a fight. They're looking for an argument because they know that how much it... It does frustrate us. And of course it frustrates us because it's discrediting us. It's discrediting our our views and our voice and things that we speak about by diminishing our words to a hormonal problem when in fact it's not. And I think it's made very light of and it's made, it's quite a big joke somebody speaks up about something someone turns around oh they're on their period no it's very different in in the opposite sex very very different and for women like when it comes to women being assertive like there is nine times out of ten cases where a colleague or a family member will turn around and ask them is it that time of the month now, I've spoken to many women about this conundrum, how if in work they speak out about something that is bothering them, 
they're automatically pigeonholed into a box of being too emotional or on their periods or even being too bossy. Why is it not the same case for men? Why are men allowed to speak up without being stereotyped? But like if I tell Bill over in the corner I'm not happy with his work performance, even though I asked him five times in five different ways how to do one job, I'm on quote unquote the rag. And to be honest, that's a that's a term I quite frankly find degrading. Say the word period. It's not a dirty word, it's not a bad word. It's just a word. And say it without wincing or turning your head or shivering or saying, oh, jeez, don't be talking about that. It's just a word and it's a natural bodily function. I watched Des Bishop's bit on period sex uh, last week and it, it was perfect. He said he used to do this bit and he had to stop because that's going too far talking about period sex. And it makes people really uncomfortable. And it wasn't until his his 15-year-old cousin came down the stairs and started talking about how bad her, her period pain was. And he said, whoa, 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 hang on now. We don't need to know about that. And she made a very valid point. Why is it that all the boys that are in her school can talk about farting and shitting and spitting and snotting and all the boy stuff but women can't talk about their periods for half of their half of their lives, for their entire reproductive life anyway. It's a double standard. And then Des turned around and was like, you go sister, I'm going to be a feminist here with you, and blah, blah, blah. But it, it's so true. Use the word period. It's a normal bodily function that half the population goes through once a month meant to be once a month anyway. Some women don't. We all know this, but we won't go into that. But it's a normal bodily function. And it's been used against us in an, an emotional attack or a psychological attack when it comes to either how we're feeling in work, how we're feeling at home, if we're asking people to do something 5, 10, 20 different ways and it's not being done and then we flip... It, it, it's been put back at us as in you're on your period and look all human beings all men and women go through times of ups and downs but unfortunately for women we yes we can have more hormonal ups and downs and again it's a physiological function and when it comes to our periods <laughs> this is something that I find really funny actually is that when these questions are asked are you on your period is that men know not all men but the majority of men don't realize is that when we are coming up to our periods we make conscious effort to actually control our emotions because we know that it can be a bit more of a vulnerable time it may not work out all the time, but we are very much aware of our emotions. And look, I know plenty of women who actually hold their hands up after a hormonal outburst and apologize and say, oh, sorry, my bad, PMS. But then that's another thing is that it, it's PMS, it's pre-menstrual syndrome, pre 
meaning before. It's not when we're on our period that we can be extra irritable. It's, it's before. Usually, it's different for every woman, but it's usually beforehand we can be irritable until our bleed comes and we get a release. And then the hormones start to regulate again. But when it comes to PMS, so PMS symptoms can start anywhere from 5 to 11 days before our bleed begins. And yes, the cause is, is hormones, but different fluctuations for different women. It's also not just estrogen and progesterone that, that cause all these mood swings, but serotonin levels as well. And serotonin is our happy hormones. So estrogen actually amplifies or it increases serotonin levels in the brain. And then after ovulation, progesterone starts to rise naturally lowering our estrogen levels so this is one physiological or hormonal factor causing a dip in our mood then looking at other areas of the body the liver it's our liver that metabolizes and excretes excess hormones from the body poor lifestyle processed foods alcohol and medications all that and then excess stress can cause some liver congestion Now, I'm not saying there's liver disease there or anything like that, just that the liver is overworked and it's trying to eliminate toxins from the body. That, like, it it just becomes sluggish. So in Chinese medicine, one of the key signs of liver chi stagnation is irritability. So yes, when we are coming up to our periods, because the body is working overtime to regulate all of our hormones and all the toxins, there can be moments moments or days when we are irritable and we do have mood swings. And it's a physiological effect of what's going on inside of our bodies. But using our physiological makeup of simply being a woman is no reason to use it against us to discredit our natural reactions in a shitty situation. And like I said, it it's like gaslighting. To gaslight us into thinking that we are wrong for speaking up about something that's clearly not right or not acceptable and putting the blame on our hormones women have been discredited for centuries purely on the basis of being women of being too emotional being too bossy why is this well let's look at the possibility that women actually have a sixth sense that during the different phases of our cycles we can tap into our intuition we can harness more creative energy and utilize all these things in life and in work and in relationships. Having an upper hand like that can be scary to people. So then what do people do when they're scared of something? They belittle it. They discredit it. When they don't understand something, they will discredit Going back through history books from centuries, like midwives and herbalists and healers, any woman, and actually some men too, who stood out, who were different, who did things that people simply didn't understand, were marked as witches, and they were burned or drowned. And in our day and age, it's, it's classed as being kooky or wacky. Like even me, I'm constantly being called a voodoo witch doctor. Now, I've taken that title and I've owned it. I've also always been told I'm weird. So now my response is, yes, I am weird. I'm wonderfully weird. But it's because people don't understand certain aspects that they're trying to make 
make themselves feel better about not understanding it by belitt- belittling it. I'm not saying this on, on me, I'm just saying in, in general and going back through the history books that this is what has happened. Like, one history book, the oldest history book that we know of, the Bible. Now, if you've been following me, you know I'm not really a religious person, I'm more of a spiritual person. Which, a Jehovah's Witness once told me that I was a commitment phobe and that I couldn't commit to a religion. Spiritual people are commitment phobes, apparently. Which I find funny. But, going back to the book, the big book, looking at Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene was put down as a prostitute. Whereas when you actually do more research into it, now I'm not talking about the Da Vinci Code. There there are other books and there are other possible tellings or stories or tellings and whatever of the importance of Mary Magdalene. Why was she so prominent in the book? Jesus had 12 male apostles she was classed as the 13th apostle and she was a woman there are different theories on whether there is a christ line and again this isn't just on the da vinci code the book or the movie these theories have been going back centuries but there are theories of was there a christ line and was she the one to to carry the lineage but I think when it comes to marking her as a prostitute, it was done so to, again, discredit. Especially back then. But to discredit her so people didn't know the importance of her role. Now, I'm not going to get into all of that. But it's it's just down to the fact of when people don't understand something or when people are scared of something or someone, when they're intimidated, they will put others down. For women, unfortunately, it is done through the likes of using our our gender and using our, our natural physiological workings against us to diminish us. But look, I'm not here to man bash because I'm not a man basher. Do I find it unfair the way women are treated in many situations? Yes, I do. Would I class myself as a feminist? Nah. I don't know. I've said it before, I think I'm more of an equalist. Now, in saying that, there is still a bit of a fight in certain areas for women. Not a bit, there is still a big fight. But at the same time, I, for me, I just think we should all treat each other equally and not use gender to discredit you. But the thing is as well, that the reason I say I'm not man-bashing here is because I'm putting it back onto the women here as well. I'm putting it back onto ye. It's not just men who do this, using our periods against us. It's women too. And it's not just with our periods. It's something that I'm seeing a lot of lately in, in life is just... People using people's differences against them. Just in everyday life, in everyday culture. Women being put down for their careers and their home lives. And like, look, I get it. We've all got that one colleague 
Janet, we'll call her. Like, Janet, great. You're a great woman who's always involved in all the the work and the social club events and you're organising everything and I know you do everything you can to make everything work and to be at all these events and you do what you have to do so you can be there. But you know what? Sometimes I can't. Sometimes I just can't be there. Sometimes I have to work late or I have to get home and put the kids to bed or I'm exhausted from an illness that you know nothing about or whatever it is, there's a reason that you can't make certain events or do certain things because of life. And and that's it. It's women degrading other women too by saying how much they can do and then make you feel bad for not getting involved more. It, like it's all these like snide comments and remarks to other women who, like us all, are just trying to do our best with what we have. But then it gets to a point when it's one snide comment too many and someone reacts. Then they're marked the crazy one, the hormonal one, the emotional one. No. Maybe you're just being a dick, Janet. Stop being an asshole and just let me live my life. And we get it in all areas of life, be it work, be it at home, be it with friends. And in all these situations, we have, we have options and we have choices in what we can do. We can, we can either react or we can shy away. We can speak up to our colleagues we can utilise our voices, we can articulate them in a proper manner, or we can completely detach and just let go. There's lessons in all interactions with other people in life. Everything is a lesson. Life is one big lesson. But some of these lessons are, are actually really useful for moving forward. One lesson, knowing that the person asking you, are you on your period or some other form of invalidation, is actually that person's, it's their own fears and insecurities being projected onto you. Knowing that, that will automatically lessen the weight of their words on you. If anything, they are intimidated and their own self-worth is being highlighted. Another lesson, Sometimes your frustrations or your anger is actually a, it's a valid emotion. When someone does something over and over and over again and you've voiced your opinions and nothing has changed, don't bury your anger. Yes, your anger is you being triggered somewhere, but sometimes this anger is in fact valid anger. Feel it and express it. Anger isn't a dangerous emotion. It's how we respond to our anger that's dangerous. Face it and move on or... Bury it and seethe. It's your choice. Then knowing that with your menstrual cycle comes your sixth sense. Knowing that you can be more creative in the first half of your cycle and more intuitive in your second half. If you're getting vibes from certain people and in the second half of your cycle, it's really heightened. Listen to that. Listen to your gut. It's your 
body's way of telling you something's not right, something's off. And follow your own instinct. And then another lesson, finding your voice. Finding your voice and using your voice. Next time someone uses your gender or your period or your difference against you, put it back to them. Highlight to them that they are projecting their own insecurities, their own shit onto you. Because there is something that they don't want to face within themselves. Be their mirror. Shine their negativity right back at them. But not just their negativity, their ignorance. Especially, and again, this, I'm not man bashing, but especially to men, for the men who use that term, is it your time of the month? To try and rationalise a scenario in their own head because they can't understand why you may be angry. They're trying to belittle you. And for women who say it to other women too. Like I said, it's on both genders. And it's as women that we have to stop saying it to other women. And by making men know that it's not okay to say this. Because it is a form of gaslighting. And then finally, for me, I see we're all different. We all have different personalities and ways of dealing with things. And sometimes PMS can heighten certain things. And it can it can make us more agitated or more irritable. And it it's crap, so it is. But as women, we have had to learn how to deal with it and how to manage it. But generally, I find that if showing compassion towards people instead of judgment, it usually makes life a hell of a lot easier. And don't be dicks to each other. Like that saying, are you on your period? No, I'm not on my period. Maybe you're just being a dick. It goes back to your frustration and your anger being valid. Sometimes it is valid. So the next time you feel that you're about to ask someone, are they on their period? Put the finger back on yourself and ask yourself, wait, what are my actions here? What have I been doing? Have I been a dick? And stop projecting. And then when someone is projecting onto you, share it back to them. This is you projecting your shit. You can take it back. I don't want it. I have enough of my own. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, moral of the story. Don't be dicks. Respect each other's views, opinions, ideas. You may not like them. But everybody's voice is valid. So that's this week's episode. I know it was a bit heavy. But I hope you enjoyed. So for now, happy weekend everyone and happy hormones.